0: Thank you for joining us today for these daily devotionals that uh, we've been doing every day, Monday to Friday at 9.30 a.m. Uh, and if you can't join us at that time live, you can catch up later in the day. I understand everybody's schedules different. But these devotionals are aimed at helping you to get in the word of God consistently, to get the word of God into your life each day. And I encourage you to to, to build that consistency and make a point of listening to these. Because the more we grow in the word of God, I believe more that that, that God can do in our lives. And we will become stronger spiritually. And we've been talking about being conformed to the image of Christ. Uh, And this is a very powerful teaching. Uh, And and, and sometimes some of the things we're going to mention may be a bit challenging on the flesh. But you see, as we, as we hear what the word has to say, again, we're going to grow. And uh, God begins begin to do more in our lives and through our lives. And so we, we, we've been looking at what it means to be conformed to the image of Christ. Sometimes we use the terminology to be like Christ. Uh, and, and I said to you previously that we are to be like him in every area. You see, if we're different to the image that God presents to us, then we're not conformed to that image. Sometimes we, we've almost heard the idea, well, you know, that was Jesus. We're different. No, see, God sets the standard. God's standard for us is to be like him. And and and, and, and th- this is what we should desire to be. So yesterday we talked about how Jesus was uh, was was yielded to the will of the Father. He did. He only did the things that pleased the father. His life was consecrated. And we're going to build on that today and look at another point similar and related to that. But you see, I want, I want to encourage you on something. Uh, Jesus is, is, is the best example to follow. Uh, there's no better standard. Uh, when you look at Christ, when you look at Jesus, you can begin to realize, my word, that is a good that is a good standard to follow. It, it, the, he, He beat temptation. He beat the enemy. The enemy never got the better of him. He beat sin. Nothing ever dominated him. He walked in the presence and the power of God. God manifested through him. He he showed us how it's done. He showed us how to walk in the ways of God, in the word of God, in the presence of God, and and how to be vessels that God can use. And And at no point was the enemy able to get the better of him. And, and even, even, even when he la- Jesus laid down his life, he rose victorious over the grave, over the enemy. And so he is a good example to follow. God's given us a good standard. And we can get excited about this and begin to realize, I want to be just like him. I want to be like Christ. He is the example that, that we are to follow and to become like him, conformed to the image. Now, I want to look today in, in Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2, and starting in verse 5. This is a familiar passage, I want to look at each of these phrases individually and really begin to meditate and draw out what this passage is saying to us. Verse 5, Philippians 2 verse 5, starts off, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So again, it's, it's holding Jesus up as a standard. And it's saying, let the same mind be in us. Uh, the, 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 way, the way he thought, the way he did things, let that same mentality be in us. Now it's about to tell us in what ways it's referring to. we, we were to think and act like him. And there's some things that we can learn from him uh, that, that we're going to see in this passage. I believe as we learn these things, we we will grow in the things of God. We'll move forward. God will be able to manifest himself through us. Uh, and, And his presence will rest and abide on our lives even more. See, Jesus walked in the presence of God. God was able to use him and flow through his life. And the more like Christ we become, the more we will experience that as well. I think sometimes there's areas of our lives where where the presence of God is blocked from flowing through, might be ways of thinking or or, or other things in our lives. But the more we become conformed to the image, the more we allow the same mind to be in us as was in Christ, the more we change our thinking to think how he did, the, the more usable we become to God. And there's things God wants to do on the earth, there's things God wants to do in our day. But he's looking for the vessels. He's looking for the yielded vessels that he can do things through. And as I said yesterday, that might not always be the most well-known person or the biggest person or the biggest ministry. It'll be the person who's yielded and who will allow God to do. That might be you. Or it can be you. Or anybody. So let's continue here in Philippians chapter 2. So first verse 5. Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. Uh, and then it goes on to tell us specifics. Who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God. And sometimes, sometimes the terminology we don't get don't quite get everything out of it because, it, 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 so I'm going to break this down a little bit. This is describing to us the first area that we are to, the, the same mind, let this mind be in you, which was in Christ. Morning, Becker. I see you there. morning, everybody else joining us. So uh, it, 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 let's talk this. who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God. That word robbery, it means he did not consider it something to be held on to. Now, you see, you need to understand this. Before Jesus came to this earth, he had everything. Je- Jesus did not just come into existence when he when he was born on this planet. He, he before he came to this earth, he, he, he was he, he was in heaven. He's a part of the Trinity, part of the, the what we would say the God, God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy Spirit. He had position. He had glory. He had power in heaven. He, he, he had everything. And 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 yet the Bible indicates here, even though he was he had all of that, he did not consider those things something to be held on to. Uh, he was willing, as we're going to see in the next part of the phrase, he was willing to lay aside that position, that power. Jesus wasn't just out for the position that he could get. And this is the first area that let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Who, who who, being in the form of God with the position he had, he didn't think I need to hold on to what I have. I'm equal with God, I can't let go of that. But he was willing to let go of some things in order to follow the plan of God, in order to follow the plan of the father and do what the father wanted to, do, uh, to wanted to, to be done. Uh, he was willing to let go of some things. Now Jesus, there was a price involved in that. What he gave, what, you see, what he let go of was, it was immense. The, the throne room the, the glory the power in heaven that he was willing to to let go of in order to come to this earth and be born onto this earth I think sometimes sometimes we struggle to let go of things we struggle we want to hold on to things in our lives we want to hold on and we are you know we struggle to pay the price sometimes to do what God's called us to do and as I was meditating on this verse I began to realize this no one no human being none of us have ever let go of as much as jesus let go of in order to come to this earth the price he paid what he and i not i'm not talking about the price on the cross i'm talking about the price he paid to come to the earth what he let go of this is what this verse is saying he, he, he was in the form of god but he did not consider that to be something to be held on to that position he had in heaven he was willing to say father god your plan Your purpose is is more important than what I have. So I'm going to lay some things aside, put some things down, and and, and be willing to even be lowered in position in order to follow your plan. We don't hear a lot these days about the price. And sometimes we don't hear as much about being willing to let go of some things. But I want to challenge you. And I I believe these teachings have been challenging people already. God wants to do some things. God has a plan for for our day. God has a plan for our nation. And the enemy is trying to do everything he can to stop that plan. But God is looking for vessels that he can use. And and, and in order to be used by God, it might mean laying some things aside, Uh, putting some things aside, things that we value and we want to hold on to position, power, influence, whatever it is, uh, things that we value. So the first thing, the, the first area we see here, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ, is he was willing to to, to, to lay aside, not hold on to the splendor of what he had in heaven, and, but he came. And verse 7 said it starts off with the word but. So we've just been told he, he didn't hold on to what he had in heaven before he came to this earth. Verse 7 says, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. That, that, that phrase made himself of no reputation. It means he emptied himself. He emptied himself. And, and man, this is so powerful. If we could just begin to see this. If we could just capture this. You know, Jesus had power, but when he came to this earth, he was anointed by the Holy Spirit with power. Why did he need to be anointed by the Holy Spirit? Because he had emptied himself of his own power and glory that he had in heaven. He laid some things aside. Now, that tells me this. And as you meditate on this, you begin to realize this. Jesus lived a life of dependence upon the Father. He didn't rely on what he could do. He didn't rely on what his power would enable him to do. He didn't come to this earth saying, oh, I can just do it all. He came to live a life of dependence. And in order to be dependent upon father, he was willing to lay aside his own strength and his own power that would have enabled him to do things. You see, this is where the lesson is. This is why he's an example. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Sometimes there's a price. Sometimes we've got to pay that price. Sometimes we can get things done in our own strength. Sometimes we have the resources to get things done in our own ability. But you will find this within the life of dependence upon the father. Dependence upon his resources, dependence upon his power within that life is the life of power, is the life of God's glory and God's presence. And and human beings, we love to be independent. We we, want to be dependent upon ourselves. Jesus was dependent upon the father. He didn't rely upon what, what he had and who he was. And with everything, with everything. It's amazing. And in fact, let me read you the next phrase before I make the next comment. Verse eight says, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death. Even the death of the cross, he humbled himself. Humility. How did Jesus humble himself? Well, everything we've described so far, he humbled himself. But even on this earth, Jesus walked in humility. He humbled himself and his own desires and his own will to the will of the Father and to the plan of the Father. He he was willing to to lower himself to do what God wanted him to do. He humbled himself depending upon God, not on himself. And the third thing is he, he recognized, Jesus acknowledged and recognized God's work through him and in him. Even on this earth, he said things like this. My doctrine, that's his teaching, my doctrine is not mine, but His who sent me. And that that was in response when people said, well, how does this man know so much having not studied? And Jesus didn't say, oh, yes, but you see, I have been studying in the night when you didn't see me. I have learned so much about the word. He didn't credit himself, but he humbled himself and he said, my doctrine is not mine, but him who sent me. He recognized that that what he had came from the father rather than his own ability to do things. And Jesus also said things like this, talking about the miracles and the works. And uh, in, 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 in John, John, he says this, he says that the father who dwells in me does the works. And he's talking about the miracles and the other things he did. He credited the father. That's an act of humility. That's him saying, I didn't do this in my own power. I didn't do this in my own strength. I did this by his power working through me. And, and and Paul, you see this in Paul as well. Paul talked about the power that was working in him. He talked about the grace of God upon his life. Paul Paul was a very studied man, but he didn't, he didn't say, oh yes, I wrote the New Testament because of all of the things I studied or I learned. He said, no, God gave me these things by revelation. They came from him. That's humility. That's recognizing that that the the, the source of wisdom and the strength and the power that I walk in is the father. And the more dependent you become, the more you humble yourself and even be willing to empty yourself of everything that, that could give you success in your own ability. And the more you're willing to lean on the Father and say, Father God, I want your grace and your power and your strength working through me. I believe God can do more through us. And and, and even after miracles and after things happen through us, we turn around and say, Father God, that was because of your grace. That was because of you working through my life. This This is why the Bible says, let this mind be in you. Which was also in Christ Jesus, and we look at what He was willing to do—to become humble and dependent upon the Father. And this is the amazing thing. I'll finish on this point, because Jesus was willing to do that. Philippians then goes on and says that God has highly exalted Him. God lifted Him up. God, 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 God he, there was reward for what He did. He was was mightily rewarded. He was given a name above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. And it's so powerful. You see, because he was willing to to lay down his own desire, his own abilities, his own power, his own resources. Jesus wasn't just consecrated to the will of God in the sense that he was willing to do the will of God. He was willing to do the will of God by the power of God and by the resources of God. Total dependence. That's an act of humility. Let's learn from this. Let's learn to to humble ourselves and to begin to look more to the, the to the grace of God, the power of God. You See, the Bible tells us as well. and We'll read this one just just to finish. Tells us. Uh, I've lost the verse now. James 4. Uh, James 4 says God gives grace to the humble, but the other verse I wanted, and I haven't written this one down, is, is, is when we humble ourselves, it's in Peter, when we humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God, he will exalt us. There is great reward for taking this path, but it's not the path your flesh always wants to take. But the more you do this, the more you train yourself on a daily basis to live like this, I believe God will flow through your life even more his grace his power his presence his glory will manifest on you amen so praise god let's close it today was a couple of minutes longer than normal but i just wanted to get the truth out on this father god we want to yield to your presence we want to walk in your presence we want your grace and your power to flow through our lives Father God, we want the same mind that was in Christ Jesus, where he humbled himself. He emptied himself of of everything he had so that your power could flow through. He emptied himself of his own resources, everything he had in heaven and his own prestige and position. He was willing to lay it aside so that he could humble himself to the plan of the father and that he could come in your power and in your grace and, and credit you and humble himself to your plan. And Father God, we want to be like Christ in that area. And and, and we make that decision to lay aside our own abilities and strength and to become more dependent and more reliant upon you and your power and your grace in our lives. And I thank you, God, that as we do that, you will move and manifest through us, Father God, like you desire to. And we give you the glory. We give you the honor. And we lift up your name in Jesus' name. Amen. So God bless you. Thank you for joining us again today. We do these devotionals every day, Monday to Friday, 9:30 a.m. The links are in the in, in, the, in the, the the comments section of, of the video, and also on on Sundays. Sundays at seven o'clock in the evening, UK time. I do I teach God's Word on healing. We're praying for the sick. We're teaching the Word of God on healing. So you're welcome to join us for any of those. So God bless you. Thank you for the grace of God upon your life today as you put these truths into practice.